0: I'm Stacia, and I'm Faith, and, and we, we are Women Faith Podcast. Hey beautiful people, and welcome back to our podcast. It's Stacia here, and Faith. So we are so excited. This is the last episode of our series, The Well-Watered Woman. It is entitled, How Our Church Waters Us. And as I did my research on this topic, I learned honestly so much about the church and where it originates from, and what is the, the goal, and what is the, the actual role of the church, and what it plays in our life. So first i want to go into the definition of the church um, where that comes from and what it actually means so the word church is mentioned more than a hundred times in the new testament it is translated from the greek term ecclesia which is formed from two greek words meaning an assembly and to call out or the called out ones the new testament church is a body of believers that has been called out from the world by god to live as his people under the authority of Christ. So in that definition, we see that Christ is the head of the church. Mm-hmm. So God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him the head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ, who fills all things everywhere with himself. That's Ephesians 1, through 23. So this group of believers, the church, Or the body of christ began in acts 2 on the day of pentecost through the work of the holy spirit and will continue to be formed until the day of the rapture of the church so basically the church was created after jesus was crucified um. After he would come back and he would see the, see the disciples and they would have, you know, <laughs> different different um, encounters with Jesus mm-hmm. After he left for good is when he sent the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. And from there is when the church actually started um, the day of Pentecost So let's get more into what the church's um, role is and what our role is when it comes to the church So the church is broken down into the local church as well as the global church mm-hmm. So the local church is our, you know, quote unquote, our local churches um, churches that we go to, the churches that are close by home, the ones that you know feed us and give us our spiritual word that gets us through the week, gets us through the day. Um, the local church is defined as a local assembly of believers or congregation that meets together physically for worship, fellowship, teaching, prayer, and encouragement and faith. At the local church level, we can live in relationship with other believers. We break bread together, holy communion, we pray for each other teach and make disciples strengthen and encourage one another at the same time all believers are members of the universal church the global church and that is made up of every single person who has exercised faith in jesus christ or salvation including members of every local church body throughout the earth So basically there are two churches Mm -hmm. um there is the local church as we just said and there's the global church but we have to understand that even though we have these you know these physical type of churches the church is us Mm -hmm. we are the church we are the people who make up the church um and the bible talks about how you know there are different parts and bodies um, that help the church function there are different people that have different functions, whether it be praise and worship, you know, the, the, the pastor um, The person who does the ministry of music like these different aspects of the church is what brings it all together Each part is is a part of the body that helps it to function So the purpose of church is threefold the church comes together It assembles for the purpose of bringing each member into spiritual maturity Ephesians 4 13 the church reaches out, scatters, to spread the love of Christ and the gospel message to unbelievers in the world. This is the great commission to go out into the world and make disciples. So the purpose of the church is to minister to believers and unbelievers. And that is the goal, to be able to win souls and to be able to continue to impact and grow the ones that are already saved. Amen. And I want to bring up this scripture that says, Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. Like I said before, so literally all of us are a part of the full picture. You cannot function without certain body parts or without certain, you know, things within your inside your body. So all of us literally are needed to be able to make the church function um and to be able to, you know, grow and evolve as a church. So that's the foundation of the church and what the church means. Now, faith is going to bring us into different points and different factors um, that play into the church and different things that we
1: experience um, when it comes to church. Yeah, so I love how Daisha talked about the church and how it's basically a community of individuals spiritually linked together with the purpose of reflecting and spreading the values of the kingdom of God. So we are one body with different parts, like she said. And so I'm going to talk about three ways the church waters us. Number one, the church waters us by maturing us in Christ. Amen. So the church waters us by preparing us to reflect and spread the gospel. And it does this by helping us grow, mainly through doctrine that's given to us, through the pastor's preaching, and it grows us into believers who imitate Jesus Christ. Amen. And so it's so important to mature in Christ. You can't say a newborn baby forever. Mm-hmm. In Christ you yeah. know you can't say a newborn baby that only desires newborn milk no you have to grow and get some real big girl big boy food yeah. you know and so that's what the church specifically helps with and in Hebrews 6 1 it talks about how we have to move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ we have to be taken forward to maturity so we can't stay babies forever we have to mature and grow in the Lord and so the church helps with this Amen. the second way is the church gives us community so the church is a place you're going to make friends you're going to make sisters and brothers in christ yeah. it's a place where you're supposed to give and receive love unconditionally one of the things that the bible mentions in hebrews ten twenty five, it talks about how we have to stir one another to love and good works and not to neglect meeting together but should encourage one another amen. so the church is a place where you find brothers and sisters who will encourage you and you also have to be that person that encourages them amen and then the third way is that the church waters us by helping us to heal our spiritual wounds mm-hmm. and so the church it has power to gather encourage and heal god's beloved people yeah the church is called to carry each other's burdens talked about in galatians 6 2 it says we carry each other's burdens so that we fulfill the law of Christ. Yep. And so we have an order specifically from God, as this verse shows, to carry each other's burdens. Mm-hmm. And so we do this in the church. And then also in James 1, 27, it talks about this and backs up this point by saying that the church should care for those who are most vulnerable and specifically help heal the sick. And so James 5, 14, it reveals this when it says, is anyone among you sick let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil the name of the lord so this verse specifically shows that the church has a huge responsibility to treat people just like good doctors treat patients and so the church has to be involved in helping people heal from diseases yeah and not just from diseases but there are wounds that believers have that the church is called to be part of to heal And so God, he basically called believers to help heal the people, to ultimately help heal the land. And so one thing I want to mention is it's very apparent in society, in our land, that we're not just dealing with physical wounds, but they're spiritual wounds. Mm -hmm. And so these spiritual wounds can be from abuse, from past hurt, from heartbreak, from disobedience, just so much. And so people, they have wounds that need to be healed. And so what we have to realize is that the church it is just like a hospital some people go in there just to get a checkup some people need surgery other people need a band-aid and other people need a cast and so forth it's a very serious matter and you can really compare it to an actual hospital if we could view church as a hospital as being similar to a hospital i mean people their wounds would really be taken care of because we see it that way we don't just see it as a place You know, you just go and have fun and worship and go home. No, there are things that people are dealing with in their personal lives. You know, they have to get delivered from. And this is where the deliverance happens in the church. And one thing we want to talk about in particular is we want to make sure, y'all, that you understand that the church is called to heal the wounds from hurt, not cause the hurt. Yeah. But we know that this sometimes happens. The church ends up causing Wounds instead of healing, and this is also known as church hurt. And so, we're gonna talk a little bit about church hurt and how it mostly happens because you know believers are not perfect. Yep. We have a sin nature, and we also have to be aware that the devil is also in the midst of the church. Mm-hmm. He's using people to stir up confusion, to stir up wickedness, and the church will be mindful of that and understand that you know this is not something new. Like even in the Bible, when Jesus was about to go to the cross he actually had to rebuke peter jesus said get behind me satan you are a stumbling block to me you do not have in mind the concerns of god but merely human concerns so this just goes to show you know even though peter was a disciple he was letting satan use him and so sometimes in the church christians believers let satan use him and so we just have to be aware of that um and then also we have to know the true role of church the true role as shown in the bible is to edify build up and heal the saints. Amen. guess what y'all <laughs> this can only happen when we allow the holy spirit to work through us yeah instead of letting our own flesh take control mm-hmm. and letting the enemy use us in order to allow the holy spirit to use us in order to get this healing we have to let go of our own selfish desires yep. of our own agendas of our own human concerns so that we don't let Satan take charge and work in our lives to cause division in the church Yeah, and one thing I want to mention about church hurt is that we have to understand that God is a good God and if you've ever been a victim of church hurt know that woman of faith we're here for you, we're praying for you and we want you to really seek the Lord we also want you to understand and take action in your mind of deliberately and intentionally separating church hurt From God's character. Just because church folks didn't mean you good doesn't mean God is not good. So Mm -hmm. understand that He is a good God. And this honestly goes beyond the church. This goes for people outside of the church as well. Know that even if they meant evil for you, God means everything in your life for good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to add to that, you know, when it comes to the church and, you know, its role. It's important that you know and that you are driven to the right church. Mm-hmm. It's important that you ask God to draw you in and to lead you to the right church that's gonna be for you, Amen. that's going to help you to grow. Um, I personally experienced, you know, going to church and I felt like I was not growing or I was not becoming better. Um, and it wasn't until I got to the church that I'm at now. That I really began to grow, that God really began to work in me and work through me, and I thought that something was wrong with me. Like, why am I not getting it, or why am I not changing? But it wasn't that I wasn't getting it; It was that who I was getting it from was not what I needed. So it's important that you um, are are diligent, and um, that you are careful about the church that you decide to go mm-hmm. to. You know, a lot of times we will have people that go to churches because you know their parent is is the leader there or their cousin or whoever. But just because somebody is your family, just because somebody is connected to you in that way does not mean that you're, you're obligated to go to their church. Mm-hmm. If they cannot feed you, you should not be there. Mm-hmm. If they're if you're not growing, you should not be there, cousin or not, family or not. You need to be somewhere where you are actually getting edified by the word of God and that you actually see the fruit in your life wow, based on yeah. what they're showing you. Um, and that's something that's not really talked about mm-hmm. because it's like I think, oh, well, since your dad is a pastor, since your mom is a pastor or whoever, that you should go to their church though if if they're not helping if they're not the one that god ordained to help you grow then you should not be going there mm-hmm. mom or not dad or not cousin or not uncle like it should be <laughs> someone that is ordained to teach you Amen. Wow. and that's that's the key that's important when you are ordained by god that i believe that it will show in your life and it will show in the fruit that that your pastor
1: is able yes. to pour into your life whoo Yeah, I like how you mentioned ordained by God Y'all have to understand Not everybody that's on the pulpit Is ordained by God Mm -hmm. to be on that pulpit Y'all we have false teaching out here God literally selects people To be in that role of pastoring Yeah, If you are not called You should not be preaching Mm. You should not be a preacher If you are not called to that role To that assignment y'all And a lot of people out here are not called And they're on the pulpit And that is why a lot of times we have church hurt Mm -hmm. we have you know false teaching in the church and so like Daisha said y'all you have to choose the right church Mm -hmm. if you're going to a church and you're not growing in the lord you're not leaving wanting to be in his presence that might not be the place for you you should be leaving church wanting to get to know god more wanting to dive into his presence wanting to mature in your faith like your pastor should want you want to get deeper in Mm -hmm. your relationship with god yeah and also you have to be aware that the teaching that the pastor is giving it has to coincide not contradict the word of god yeah so it has to be consistent everything that is coming out the preacher's mouth has to be consistent with what god is saying in his word yeah and if it's not that is not the place that you should be Mm
0: -hmm. yep i definitely agree with that sometimes have pastors who will speak their opinions in the pulpit or what they mm-hmm. feel or what they just experienced just that day yeah. and they're not being truly led by the spirit of God and you know as a pastor you can't do that because you have people wow. that are literally their lives yeah. are depending on what you say you know so that's that's a job that's very very hard a very challenging job and like yeah. they've said everybody's not called to do it yeah. Um, So it's important that we have our spiritual ears open and our spiritual eyes open so that when we are entering a church that we're able to discern if this pastor is truly called or not. And if they're called and if they're called for you. And I love how Faith talked about, you know, community. And when it comes to church and when it comes to um, a Christian and being a Christian and being, you know, growing your faith, it is so important that we are surrounded by other believers who are like-minded um who are going to help push you and mature you in the faith um being at my church honestly it has helped me so much to see other believers doing what i'm trying to do mm-hmm. other people my age who are married happily married who you know have beautiful children who they're raising in you know the image of god who you know they are living the life they're walking it out they're not you know one foot in a church one foot out they're mm. truly all in Amen. for God so being around them you know seeing happily married couples married for 30-40 years you know seeing couples mm. that are blessed that are paying off debt who are buying homes and starting businesses like being around those type of of, of believers those type of, that, that type of community it truly impacts you yeah. because you look at their life and you're like, wow, I could do this too. Mm-hmm. Like, and this actually exists. A lot of times in church, people get comfortable in their sin or comfortable in where they are because they see people around them doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They living in sin. They got one foot in the church, one foot out the church. You know, they they sing on a praise team this Sunday, but next Sunday in the club. Like, they, mm-hmm. they see that, yeah. so they think it's okay. When you get to a church when you see people truly living it, inside and outside the church it it begins to pour into you mm-hmm. and it, it it literally is like a domino effect and it begins to, to, to pour into your life so that you will be able to do the same thing as well because you're going to mm-hmm. see the the glory you see the victory you see the light on them and it makes you want to be like that it makes you want to do do it for real and not yeah, play with god so important. <laughs> so important
1: and one last thing i want to mention is going back to how the church is supposed to help us heal our spiritual wounds. Yeah. And so we talked about a verse that talks about how we're supposed to carry each other's burdens. Y'all just know that the church that you are at or want to be at, just know that you should be carrying each other's burdens. You should, there should be someone in place there that is helping you to heal. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't go to church And fake it like you're happy, like everything's going right in your life. Mm -hmm. When you go to church and you need deliverance, get that deliverance. Be real, be raw, so that you can get that deliverance that you need. You know, church should be a place where people are able to express that they need deliverance, to express, you know, how they truly feel. Without judgment. Without judgment. Yeah. You know, and so that is truly how we are able to heal. We are not able to heal we don't express that we need healing mm-hmm. and so really seek out a church that is promoting that genuine that realness that rawness so that you can truly heal from your past heal your spiritual wounds so that god can just take you to the next level
0: yeah and another point that i want to um touch on is how you said the church should be represented and looked at as a hospital yes. because it is a hospital yes. and so many people um, have gotten so religious that church has become a place for perfect people. Wow! And none of y'all are really perfect. Nope, yeah. none of us are perfect. You know, but church is a hospital. Mm-hmm. So when someone comes in the church and they may not have on the right outfit, mm-hmm. you should be looking at them. Oh, why are they come? The church is a hospital. Yeah. In the hospital you call you call you come as you are. Amen. If you just got shot, you come and you bleed, you bleeding out and you come in there with your wounds. Yeah. And you're asking for someone to help yes. you, to help, help heal you. Yes. So when we see someone come in the church and they look like they may not look like you, mm-hmm. you should be excited because you're, you're you're you should be excited because you know that look, I can help them. They're here for help, let me help them. If if the hospital, if everybody that was well went to the hospital, nobody, no they would What's never the okay. <laughs> like if everyone who was was well, who had perfect health went to the hospital, they would be out of the jobs. Mm-hmm. But there the hospital is there because there are people who need them. Amen. And the church is here because there are people who need it. Amen and as we understand the church is the church is not the physical building we are the church mm-hmm. so it shouldn't just be okay on sunday Um, we're acting this way or, 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 or we're, you know, we're using our community or that, you know, we're, we're trying to help people. It should be every day of the week when you go to go on your job, you know, when you're going to the gym, you are the church, you are the walking, breathing church. So everywhere you go, people should feel that the hospital, Amen. (laughs) Yes. people should feel that. As, as they talk to you, they should be feeling like healed. They should be feeling more whole after having a conversation with you than they did before they met you. Come on, That's that's what our job is. Yes. That's what our job is for. We get so caught up in the judging, oh, you're not this or you're not that or you're not here. No, they're not supposed to be. We are here to save and to help and to heal Amen. the world. That's what we are called to do. As we talked about, the Holy Spirit has been given to us to do that. He has given us the power to do just that. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. And sometimes we lose our way as Christians and we get saved and we are just so holier than thou and so perfect that we begin to break down the wrongs about everybody around us. Instead of focusing on helping to mend, helping to heal the hurt the wounded. That's our that's our goal.
1: That's why that's why we're here. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Healing. Yeah. So we are so glad you guys could listen and tune in to us. Yes. We hope you enjoyed it and learned so much. I mean this topic. Yeah. Whew, yes. So much healing from it. Yes. Okay. yes. I'm getting healed. <laughs> I hope you guys are getting healed. Listening. So we'll see you next time. Have a great day.
0: Yes. Have a blessed one.